The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA Powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out today in the house. Friends of McConnell E. I am super excited. I have one of my best homies. Mike is in the house today and he has a friend with him. Uh, would you gentlemen please be kind and uh, share with our listeners who you are? Uh, I'm Mike Heldstad. I'm with the Chamber. I do military affairs here, and I also am the director of our nonprofit, which is Friends of McConnell. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more into Friends of McConnell, but we are a nonprofit wing that helps support uh, direct programming on the base that impact our airmen and their families. Thank you. And I'm uh, Captain Ryan Shive. I go by the call sign at Sugar. I am the KC-135 chief pilot. Uh, at McConnell Air Force Base, but I'm also the uh, air show air ops director for this air show that's going to be here in a couple of days. Excellent. And Mike is, would you consider Ebony a friend or an associate yes. or somebody that you just bumped into? Friend yes. all the way. Friend. Thank you. All the way. Thank you. That's, all the way. That's two. <laughs> so. Oh, he's jealous. Well. <laughs> So let's talk about Friends of McConnell. So, okay, now I know this is something that the Chamber has supported and I guess initiated back in the 60s. Is that correct? Yeah, so it wasn't directly connected to the Chamber at that time. It was very just kind of uh, put together by a number of business owners Hmm. and volunteers, a lot of just very philanthropy-minded people in the community wanting to support McConnell. Uh, they got together, they all put a little investment in, and then it just kind of snowballed. And for the last number of decades, uh, it's, it's been a great organization. It's got a, over 100 members and do a lot of really fun stuff with the base. How does one become a friend of McConnell? Yeah, so you can reach out to the chamber or directly to me. We have individual memberships, corporate memberships, and then we offer some memberships for retired military, retired business persons, comes with a number of opportunities with that. Get a little more access to the base. You find out about some fun activities you can be a part of, ways to interact with our airmen and their families. Uh, it's just a very rewarding group to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So you kind of talked a little bit about some of the benefits, but why would someone want to become a friend of McConnell? Well, to me, it's regardless of what comes with it, it's, it's mostly just knowing that you're supporting something that's really important to not only our country, the community of Wichita, uh, McConnell, right. uh, guys like Ryan and their families. Uh, we want to make their two, three, four, however 
many years they're going to be here. We want to make it the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. And that's really the goal of Friends McConnell is to to provide that great experience here when they're in Wichita. That's awesome. And I and I would assume that it's also, you know, we a lot of times talking about talent. How do we get the airmen and women to consider Wichita their home and consider retiring here. Is that a part of the plan as well for Friends of McConnell? It is, and that's kind of a dual hat that I wear with the chamber and Friends of McConnell. <laughs> Obviously, we want to, as Friends of McConnell, help make that happen, and we want to keep spouses here especially mm-hmm. uh, because that is probably just as important as the airmen having a job when they either transition. Yeah. We want mom or dad, whichever spouse, to to be able to have a, a great job opportunity while they're here. So we enjoy trying to assist with that. Uh, in my role in the chamber, we are actually currently working on a program. We've just received a grant. We've hired a director uh, with Greater Wichita Partnership, mm-hmm. South Central Kansas Workforce Alliance, and us, the chamber. We are hiring a, a director and starting a team that will solely have the mission of retaining and recruiting military to stay in Wichita and our our metro area after they separate, or in the case of many at McConnell, if they're in the National Guard, they are working not a full 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, and they they can be a great asset to a lot of businesses here in the community and call this their home for hopefully a long time. I love that. So I want to talk a little bit more about that piece of it because there is, and and Captain, you may be able to describe this as well. Isn't there something like a, not an internship or an externship, but something that allows uh, the airmen or women to participate in the workforce as they are getting ready to retire? Yeah, there is. It's called the SkillBridge program. I don't know. Are you familiar at all with SkillBridge? If you're uh, not transitioning, maybe you haven't. I actually am going to retire in four years, but everyone is talking about the skill bridge and uh, finding that that job or avenue or maybe even a new career to help transition into the uh, workforce. So in your transition on the way out, you get a pretty much a to-do list of the things you have to do to figure out what's transition look like for you and how are you going to move into the next step of your life and career. And skill bridge allows someone like Textron or Spirit or anybody, any business that wants new talent they can find an airman who is on their way out of the military. The DOD will pay for them to work for this company, pay mm-hmm. their salary. Right. And whatever your company is, can find that person, bring them in, and have a almost almost totally free employee mm-hmm. that can then turn into a hopefully full-time staff member for you. And if they don't turn into a staff member, hopefully you both have a great experience that is a long-term bonus for you. I would agree. I mean, I think that program is brilliant. When you talk about how do you find ways to really uh, connect people and to retain the talent that's been here for a number of years, how do we connect them with community? And as business owners and business leaders who are listening to this podcast, how can we make certain that they take advantage of this program and, and connect? And so who would they contact? Would they contact you to learn more or what does that look like? Uh, I could be a contact and then get them in contact with the correct people at McConnell. So anybody listening or watching, feel free to reach out to me here at the chamber and I'd be happy to connect you with the right people at McConnell. It's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for all of the employers out there. Yeah, I think that is really wonderful. So I have a really important question to ask. Captain, how do we, how do you guys get your call signs? <laughs> I mean, because yours is sugar and yeah. I'm I'm curious. And, you know, everyone has watched Maverick. So, I mean, like, you have to explain this. So call <laughs> signs are usually you do something 
usually uh, not fun or you mess something up, do something stupid, and your friends give it to you or your coworkers give it to you. Mine just so happens I, if you hang out with me long enough, you'll notice that it's very fitting for me. We were, I was with a group. We were, this is back in like 2017, 2018. We were with a group that like we were deployed all the time, traveling all the time, and we're up in Alaska and there wasn't many people. There's, we were in this small town. There wasn't many people there. We, we went to this bar and we were just hanging out. There were two locals and just five of us there and we wanted to order some food from the bar and the cook had, had left because his mom got sick down in the lower 48. Oh, no. So she said, yeah, we have food, but our cook just left. And here in Alaska, you just can't fill the position that fast. He's like, do you know anyone that can cook or look, needs a job? We started laughing. And, well, then I said, well, wait a second. I know how to cook. Uh-oh. And uh, <laughs> I said, would you mind if I went back there and started cooking? And for me and my friend, she's like, well, the food's going to go bad anyways. Why not? Oh. So I started cooking and started feeding everybody and, you know, charging ourselves what the regular rate was and making things <laughs> off our menu. Well, then I noticed there was a DJ equipment. I asked if I could run the DJ. Clip. You were DJ oh. too. What? So she said, well, you already took over my, kick- my kitchen. She's like, take over the DJ equipment. So by the end of the night, her her uh, bar was packed. Oh, wow. Full of people. Everyone started texting each other like, hey, this, this place is hopping. So by the time we <laughs> left, she said, I would love for you. I'd love to hire you. And I was like, no, we're only going to be in town for three weeks. And she goes, well, here's the key to my my place. Whenever you guys want, come here. So when we walked out, all my friends that are what we were with, she, they said, Ryan, you can literally sweet talk your way in anything. Oh, wow. Your call sign's now sugar. sugar. Yeah. So that's, wow. Long story short, that's how I got it. So yeah, sugar that's how, on the ones and twos. Yes. Is that your DJ name too? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Sugar yeah. on the ones and twos. <laughs> but yeah. So when I meet people, uh, they always said, hey, I'm, ne- I'm never going to call you sugar. <laughs> and then a few hours later, it's everyone calls me sugar. Yes. Wow. I get the same thing, but that's how it happens. Okay. Well, thank but, you yeah. for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. That was a great story. Oh, man. Let's talk about the economic impact of the base in Wichita. No better person to talk about that than you, Mike. It, it's amazing. I think that a lot of people would, would just be blown away if they realized what is going on in that little section that's got a big fence around it. Mm-hmm. Last economic impact I saw was over $600 million a year, direct economic impact. That's within 50 miles of the installation. If you were to look at that in perspective of what else in our community is doing that, I mean, we're talking about almost a school system, uh, almost the Wichita public school system with $600 million. Mm -hmm. That is something that we often don't see because we don't do a lot of business with the base. It's, it's not like your normal company that we we have living in our neighborhoods as much. There, a lot of them live on base, and they live in their own uh, own communities. Mm-hmm. But the impact is great. Uh, there are, I believe, 7,000 total staff members on that base, 3,500 of which are wearing a uniform. It's a massive employer and provides a, a great deal of impact to our community. I mean, that's huge. Six hundred million a year. I mean, people don't 
You're right, and I don't mean to start no, talking you, your you're questions, the economic but, you know, developer. I, Make it's, it it's so it's interesting to me because you know it's such a significant part of our region and our state, and you know a lot of people don't talk about it. And so when we talk about these economic um, impact analyses, when you're looking at the jobs, right, the revenues, um, just how they impact um, just sales for the area, housing. I mean, it's it's huge. Right. And when you start doing the multipliers like the multiplier we do in effect. the chamber yeah. and economic development yeah. world, the numbers just continue to grow. And then you also, it's really hard to put the metrics together on that because how many spouses do we have and mm-hmm. how many jobs do they have? And then are they staying here? And the number just continues to rise and rise. And they are a vital part to our community. I mean, extremely, extremely. And when you say, when you put it in those terms, um, the average person doesn't realize it, but when you say that it's, you know, just as big as your entire footprint of a school system, mm-hmm. um, that puts it in perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And these people come and live in our communities. They buy houses, they buy cars here, they go to dinner at our restaurants. They are just as much community members and our neighbors as anybody else. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fantastic partners. Yeah. Thank you. No, go ahead and take us to break since you took my question. <laughs> well, friends. <laughs> It's time to hear a word from our sponsors, but we'll be back to learn more about Friends of McConnell. At Evergy, seeing energy differently starts with thinking differently about its impact and then committing to doing better every day. As we continue to expand our investment in renewable resources, capturing more wind, gathering more sunshine, we're able to generate power that's cleaner and provide it to you more affordably, reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We are here with our friends of McConnell. <laughs> nice. You see what I did there? Nice. <laughs> well, so, okay, we were talking about economic impact before the break, and we talked a little bit about SkillBridge. Can we circle back around to the SkillBridge thing? I know we kind of touched on it earlier and how employers can be engaged, but let's talk about it from the perspective of the airmen, right? So what does it look like from your perspective, and why is it so important? Put yourself in in like one of the staff sergeants or tech sergeants that are going to be leaving, uh, separating from the Air Force. They could go out and uh, run Wichita, find a job as a, like a welder or aircraft mechanic or just starting a new career. So they could be a, we'll just say like a like electrician or finance person mm-hmm. in the Air Force. And then for up to six months, the Air Force will pay them at their current rank, either a staff sergeant, tech sergeant, to go work for somebody for up to six months and it's a free paycheck and to learn a new career or basically a new job to see if they like it or see if they're a good fit or transition. That is huge. That's big time. To, to allow you to go out there for six months and, and it's to help you try to find a profession, but also for you to, I think during that time, get acclimated to civilian life. Is mm-hmm. that true as well? Yes. And also on the, what, what we call on the job training. Mm-hmm. So, 
So that employer doesn't have to worry about spending his resources or their resources to train up a new person. The Air Force is actually still paying them. So they're training that person for free the way they want them to be trained. So I know a couple of people who have taken advantage of that and ha- who have stayed in the Wichita community specifically because that type of program was available and just really excited that those opportunities are there for employers, even like ours. And I think sometimes having conversations and understanding I guess, military talk versus, you know, civilian talk, right? How do we marry those two things and understand what the resume looks like? Because that's one of the things even our HR department has been working very diligently on is trying to make certain that we understand you have this, the way you say things on resume versus how we look at things and how do we find ways to integrate that so that we can become, you know, an employer of choice for those military retirees. So that's that's pretty awesome. There's a number of programs. And, you know, I used to be a part of back then it was YPW. Now it's W. And so our young professionals organization, you guys do a lot of work with that sector of our community. So Mission Wichita, let's talk about that. Yeah. So Mission Wichita is probably in its fifth year. I think they just wrapped up. Uh, I was actually in the first class of Mission Wichita. So I got to firsthand experience how great of a program it was, mm-hmm. taking, I believe, 10 airmen and 10 civilian people in the, the young professional world, getting them together and learning about what they do. And we got to see what happened on McConnell, and they got to see what happened in the community, and it makes a great link between the two. One thing that Friends of McConnell does, and I think very proud of, of this, we pay the tuition for each airman to be in that program wow. of Mission Wichita. And then at the same time, we will pay for the membership dues for any airman on base who wants to be a part of W Young Professionals. We just want them to be involved in our community, kind of going back to what we said earlier and make them a part of our community. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. And I think uh, Kara Hunt was very instrumental in making, uh, you know, Mission Wichita, you know, possible and make it pop. So very thankful for her. Shout out to my girl, Kara. <laughs> she wouldn't say that. That she's my girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she would. And I'm certain she's posting about it now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's get it straight. It's been a long time since Ebony been in YPW. Well, before so. we go there. <laughs> but just as a as a call out, though, you guys are still taking applications for Mission Wichita, right? Uh, they would be starting for applications for next year's now. So Correct. when does that program take place? Uh, it's during the spring and summer. Uh, I believe it's probably six to eight weeks long. It goes every other week. They mm-hmm. meet, mm-hmm. And, and they usually spend half a day on base and then half a day in the community, and they usually wrap it up with a, a nice social to really get people communicating and, and a little more candid. Okay, no, that's really good. And the last piece on that, so as an employer— or as a manager, why do you think it's important for me to allow, I guess, employees to participate in something like this? Yeah, I think networking, regardless of whether it's Mission Wichita or Leadership Academy or even something that's outside of the chamber, anytime you can put your employees in a place where they're meeting their peers across the community, mm-hmm. you're going to benefit your company. It may not be direct. It may be indirectly down the road, but you will always benefit from networking and and having your your employees more well-known in the community. 
We've sent somebody that Mr. Yeah, Wichita, yeah. haven't we? Okay. And Leadership Academy. And that's one thing I can say. I'm really proud uh, to work for an employer who really is community oriented and who allows his employees to be connected in that way. So it, it makes a difference. Yeah, I totally agree. Ever since I was a kid, that McConnell Air Show was off to, been off it's the chain. Off, it pops. <laughs> so I think it's coming up the 24th and 25th. Tell us about it. Well, uh, it's been four years since we've had an air show. So basically, I got hired to be the air ops director for it. Basically, we want to put on an air show here at Wichita that represents Wichita. So we have 12 acts, 12 flying acts over, we'll call it 70 static display aircraft. So we have a mile-long ramp that we're opening up. Actually, I believe it's one of the largest in the Air Force, and we're going to open everything up and have a great time. We are super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Some of the acts that we have coming is the Misty Blues Jump Team. It's oh. an all-female jump team. So they're going to be uh, they're going to two jumps. They're going to have an opener jump and then a jump towards uh, the end of the show. We have Adam Baker in the, the airplane Playful. I believe it's an Edge 330. Fully aerobatic, smoke, super cool. Okay. So can, let's talk about the jump. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Let's go back to that. Yeah. What does that look like? The jump team. Yeah. So they're going to basically go to, I think it's 10,000 feet, jump out of the airplane with parachutes and come on down with 10,000 feet? Yeah. Mm-mm. That's no. what I was trying to Mm-mm. see. How far of a jump? Yeah. Just two miles. Uh, yeah. Because, uh... <laughs> yeah. And come on down with uh, flags, ribbons, all sorts of stuff. And like I said, it's all female jump team. Yeah, that's that's dope. Okay, yeah. sorry, I had to go. No, back. no, you're good. <laughs> I was curious. Two miles. So, our goal, our vision for this air show, Frontiers in Flight, basically is to inspire the next generation. Yeah. Right. So that's part of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So Missy Blues, all female jump team. Adam Baker and Playful, fully aerobatic Edge 330. We have Bill Stein in an Edge 540. They actually were both at the Kansas City Air Show this past uh, Labor Day weekend. So Bill Stein, we're actually going to try and blow big boom, big like circle that goes up in the air with some pyro, and he's going to fly around it, fly in it, do loops, aerobatic tricks, everything. You mentioned, excuse me, you mentioned edge a couple of times. What is an edge? Is that a it's type a full, of plane? It's a type of airplane, yeah. Made it's a, by uh, edge, <laughs> but it's it's only it's an aerobatic. Yes, full it's an aerobatic. aerobatic. Okay. They'll have smoke, right. everything upside down, over two hundred knots. It is awesome. Wow. Okay. Yep. So you mentioned so that. So can you do that okay. in like fighter pilots jets too? They're uh, basically there's a civilian, small civilian versions of. I don't want to say they're fighter jets, but they do the same aerobatic maneuvers. Okay. Continue with the air show, but I have some questions about your acrobatic like moves in the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll take some notes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Randy Ball and his MiG-17. He was actually one of the top performers of Oshkosh this year. So it's going to be an old MiG-17. It's super loud, super fast, and always a crowd favorite. Then we have Yonkin and his Twin Beach. Basically, it's a beach aircraft that was actually built here in Wichita, I believe. Yeah. And Best. fully aerobatic as well. Smoke. Another big favorite as well. Then we have the P-51 Mustang. That's always a crowd favorite. Tom Larkin in the mini jet, who, by the way, brought his airplane early. And the airplane's actually currently sitting on base in a trailer. So what's what's neat about Tom's mini jet is, I was looking inside of it, his seat is a fully custom seat Hmm. where it's hollow. 
And actually his seat holds six gallons of smoke oil. So as he's flying around, his seat is used to burn smoke oil out of his aircraft. Well, that's something. But his his airplane is, it's actually the size of this, like these tables put together. What? Yeah. And it's a jet. He's got a small jet engine on it. Super efficient, super fast, tiny. Yeah, that's that's, that's not big, uh, (laughs) y'all. When I looked at it, you guys remember the old like lawn dart games? Mm-hmm. It reminds me oh, of yeah. lawn dart. So, so uh, okay, yep. Just keep going. I'm just imagining. Mm-hmm. You have to be. You can't be like six foot seven and like and fly that plane. You're not I, I don't. You're not flying that. You're not flying that. Yeah, I'm six five. Uh, I looked at it. And I said, Tom, there's no way I can. Get yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So then now the big axe that we got, Tora, Tora, Tora. That's the Pearl Harbor reenactment. Mm. So Ooh. they bring eight aircrafts. They're older aircraft, but they bring up fire explosions and booms, and it's they are awesome. They're a lot of fun. Then we have a jet truck, Aftershock. That's a crowd favorite for kids, doing lots of smoke and fire, and then he'll shoot down the runway about 400 miles an hour mm. in a, uh, a fire truck, basically. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we have a local, Brian Corral, flying his Pits 2. He, uh, he's going to have... A few ribbons, people, basically volunteers, hold up poles about, uh, I believe it's like 20 feet off the ground. And he's going to be coming in super fast and cutting those ribbons with Mm, his airplane mm -mm. in front of the crowd. So, like, (laughs) Don could hold this pole with the ribbon. Not what you fly. (laughs) I can fly. Okay. Well. (laughs) Proceed. So, so like I said, Brian Corral, he's a local. I believe he works for Textron. I think he's a test pilot for Textron. And then this is a secret. You guys are actually going to be the first ones Ooh, to know. First scoop. on yep. scoop. I just secured A-10s, an A-10 demonstration team, where they're going to be doing strafing runs and bombing runs and cool aerobatics in the A-10 with booms and explosions. But the two pilots are going to be doing it, Chris and Matt. They're actually brothers. Yeah. Oh coming from Moody Air Force Base in Georgia. And Chris and Matt, their call signs are Stifler and Arab. They're here from Wichita. They what? grew up in Wichita, graduated from Wichita. That's so awesome. They probably went to Northwest. They went to Southeast High. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty clear. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty clear because no, that's Northwest where the top um, graduates. Yeah, that's awesome. Stifler and what? Arab. Arab, okay. Yep, those are their call signs. Wow. Now, I don't know how they got their call signs, but yeah. you can ask them that when they okay. get here. And then obviously at 1500 every day will be the Thunderbirds, our big feature. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, they always bring a great show. I was about yeah. to say, that's that's been a staple. That's yeah. old school. Yeah. Excellent. Sounds like a great show. What else can you give us a scoop on? Well, some of our static displays that, uh, so this will be the first time that, that McConnell is going to have the KC-46 on display. So we're going to have either three or four KC-46s that were built here in Wichita that the whole entire public can walk through mm. and see it Whoa. for themselves. It's so ginormous. It's, it's humongous, like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, like, and, and put it in perspective, like, how big is it? Like, like, is it like a block? Is it like three buildings? Is it three of these chamber buildings? What is it? Well, we can easily fit this room. In the back of it, I feel like. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a ton of room back there. It's a seven, six, seven. Oh, uh, okay. Body. Yep. Okay. It is a humongous airplane. 
But, but uh, that's not what you, what do you, you fly the KC? I fly the KC-135, basically the, the original tanker. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yep. Excellent. So that's going to be fun to be had by all on September 24th and 25th. What else going on out there at the air show that I've been going to since I was a Gosh, since the inception. You know what? That's not for editorial. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I forgot about this. We're inviting the actual, like, 1940s, 41 Stearmans that were built here uh, in Wichita. They're going to be our center display with the KC-46 and 135. So, like I said, this is an air show here in Wichita for the people of Wichita. And that's going on this week. How can they get tickets? Actually, so the air show is 100% free. The pub- free for the public. So come on in. Gates will open up at 9 every day, Saturday and Sunday. Open up at 9. There is VIP or preferred seating. You can go to frontiersinflight.com to uh, purchase those preferred seating or VIP passes. Frontiersinflight.com. Like I said, 100% free. Things that you can bring in. You can bring in water bottles, your own water, your own like camping chairs, fold-up chairs. Don't bring any coolers. Can bring strollers. They're just going to get them checked out. No tents, no umbrellas. So bring a hat, some sunscreen, and uh, yeah, plenty of water. Bags, do they have to be see-through or? So double-check the website, uh, what you can bring in. There are certain sizes. If you bring in see see-through bags like if you go to like a wichita like baseball game it's gonna yeah the wind surge games like it's gonna expedite the uh your your process going through the metal detectors and everything but yeah don't don't bring anything you want to come bring to a baseball game i guess you could say makes sense and so i can bring chairs and all of that so where do i park perfect question so one of our biggest lessons learned from 2018 was parking yeah so we have our team for the air show has spent a lot of energy on this we basically there's two two parts of parking either a cessna field if you're coming from the north park at cessna field and just have a short walk or if you come from the south like from derby you'll be uh, vectored on base and you'll park at the old golf course and you'll be uh you'll be entering our air show ramp from the south side if it rains, please do a rain dance and everything like that. We have some other plans for that. Maybe parking at Spirit or some on base and multiple buses. But the main parking solutions is Cessna Field okay. and uh, the golf course on base. Excellent. That is what I needed to know. Yeah. I'll just have um, Don drop us all off. We'll get a party bus yeah. to come out there. <laughs> yes. Bring your earplugs. Oh, yes. Oh, earplugs. Yeah. Yeah, especially for those kids. A yes. lot of booming going Thank you for on. That. Yeah. yeah, bring earplugs. Yeah, there's going to be a, a fast and loud jets. It goes fun, aerobatic, and then fast and loud. That's where we're doing our air show lineup. Well, friends, we've reached that time, and it's actually t- Don's time to uh, hit us up with a little word association. How do you yes. feel about that? I don't know. I haven't heard the words yet, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm nervous. Excellent. No, don't be. It'll be fine. And you could both can answer or you can tag team however y'all want to do this. But uh, give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. <laughs> Here we go. Leader. Me. Boom. <laughs> See, there we are. <laughs> Success. Leader. Yeah. Okay. College. East Carolina. Kansas State. Failure. <laughs> None. Nice. Entrepreneur. Hmm. Driven. Nice. Wichita. Family. 
Boom. Oh, that was good. Family and McConnell, vacation. Necessary. I was going to say Florida beaches. Florida. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was wanting to know what you was, had. Oh. You looked like you were thinking. Yeah. Hero. Wow. Um, Got him. Yeah. Did so you ever know no. that you're my hero? Please come with an answer. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no. Dad. Uh, uh, thank that's you. That's a good one. Oh, that's thank a good you. one. Woo. <laughs> Wichita Chamber. Um, Community. Yeah. Yeah. Family. Everything. Mm-hmm. Fun. The air show. Yeah. yeah. Last but not least, and each of you got to tell the truth about this one. Beverage. You can go first. How old is our audience for this one? Uh, <laughs> bourbon. Bourbon. Yes, I knew it. Ebony knows what the deal is. Oh, good Lord. You got to pick better friends. I was uh, going to do horse soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, Another that's Kansas one. connection. Yes. Yeah, that's horse right. Soldiers. Horse soldiers. I, I think you should tell a I need to be educated that on that. Yeah. What's a horse soldier? So the horse soldiers, I uh, actually met them all. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. I'm actually from Tampa. I've been at their, uh, their not their distillery in uh, Kentucky, but their, uh, I think it's, oh man, I forgot what they have set up down St. Pete. But uh, 12 Strong, the movie, it's about the first 12 that entered the Afghan Afghanistan after 9-11. And uh, they all uh, separated from the military, some retired, and they started a bourbon company called Horse Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, what they did is they also procured some steel from the World Trade Center's and uh, actually, that steel is what molds every bottle of bourbon. And uh, yeah. one of the founders, Mark, I think it's Nooch, Nooch. is here in Wichita. That's right. Yeah. What? Yeah. He was a part of the K-State Rodeo Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. K- That's right. K-State. K-State. Kansas, just, the just know Kansas that. State University. That's right. Yep. And this is a very, I almost teared up. The first time I heard that story, it was just so beautiful. Uh, it's a great story, despite K State. <laughs> it's wow, horse, so, horse, horse soldier, soldiers, bourbon. bourbon. Yeah, no, it's it's great, and it tastes really whoa. Fantastic. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that story. Exactly. And thank you, gentlemen, for coming on today and talking a little bit about McConnell and its importance and the significance it has to our to our city and to our state and to um, our region. So. If you would, please, friends, make certain that you like this episode and share it with those who you may who may find value and let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.